0: Call 510-848-6767, extension 235, or email us at apprenticeship at kpfa.org. Yeah, get those applications in. This is KPFA 94.1 FM in Berkeley, 89.3 KPFB in Berkeley, and 88.1 KFC up in Fresno, online at kpfa.org. Stay tuned now for Jennifer Stone. This is Jennifer Stone with Stone's Throw. Ah, Gil Scott Heron has left the building. He was only 62, a a poet-prophet. His art lifted my spirit more times than I can count. I feel a profound gratitude for what uh, he gave us. He was like Bertolt Brecht. He knew that art is a hammer with which to shape society. Yes. (laughs) Here here is a quote. Uh, Gil Scott Heron said, uh, I always thought if a song isn't going to say anything, it ought to be an instrumental. Indeed, honesty is the work of a lifetime. He cut to the truth. Uh, I hope his passage is easy. I'll quote a metaphysical poet from, I guess, the 16th century. One short sleep past, we wake eternally, and death shall be no more. Death, thou shalt die Damn death, anyway. What business has it got? <laughs> the old man with the scythe. Messing with the things I love, anyway. Today is the last day of May, 2011. And, of course, the world is spinning faster and faster than ever. Stop the world, I want to get off. Fasten your seat belts, boys and girls. Hold on to your hats, ladies and gentlemen. The geopolitical, socio-economic, global catastrophe escalates, right? (laughs) And the biological meltdown is taking on epic proportions. It's biblical. It's Homeric. After careful consideration, my response is to go back to bed and turn the electric blanket up to nine, yes. Ah, it's the ultimate ambiguity of all... 1.57 p.m. today, Mariana Corona was abducted from Morgan Hill. She is a one-month-old Hispanic female, height unknown, weight unknown, black hair, brown eyes, last seen wearing flowery pajamas. Suspect is unknown driving a 1991 white Infiniti Q45 that was stolen from St. Catherine of Alexandria Parish on Peak Avenue. The car license plate is California Plate 5 xj W four four eight. Anyone with information about the case should contact the Morgan Hill Police Department. This concludes the activation of the emergency alert system. Yes, indeed, a third of the world is at war. Thirty million people in Africa HIV positive. It's a few years ago. Okay, cars kill two people every minute. Oh, this is wonderful. In the back, they very carefully list the sources. So uh, you got to check out the sources these days. Consider the source and uh, uh, get your fact checkers working hard. Oh, I love this stuff. Anyway, a third of the world's obese people live in the developing world. Oh, right. You don't have to be rich to be fat. The United States and Britain have the highest teen pregnancy rates in the developed world. Oh, God. China has 44 million missing women. That's missing, gone, disappeared. Okay, this is a butte. Here's one. Every cow in the European Union is subsidized. Ah... $2.50 a day for every cow. Now, that's more than what 75% of Africans have to live on. (laughs) Let's see. In 70 countries, same-sex relationships are illegal. In 9 countries, the penalty is death. Oh, boy. Well, by the time you get through the landmines and the child labor and... uh, Oh good Lord! Uh people employed in the lobbying industry in washington d c that would be sixty seven thousand people lobbyists, yes, that makes a hundred and twenty five lobbyists for each elected member of Congress. <laughs> Bill Clinton used to say he couldn't get he couldn't get past the lobbyists to get to the hill. Okay, since 1977, there have been nearly 80,000 acts of violence or disruption at North American abortion clinics. Hmm? Hmm. More people can identify the golden archers of McDonald's than the Christian cross. That might be a, a good thing. Anyway, in Kenya... Uh, bribery payments make up a third of the average household budget. Then there's all the nonsense about drugs. (laughs) Yes, drugs are like religion. You know, they're used for political purposes. Uh, This is a butte. Uh, The National Science Foundation tells us that a third of Americans believe aliens have landed on Earth could be. A third of the world's population is at war, right? I said that, read it off the cover of the book, right. Uh-huh. Oh, this is, uh... Oh, God. The President of the United Nations General Assembly uh, mentioned this on World Telecommunications Day in May 2003, he said... More than 70% of the world's population have a never heard a dial tone. Well, gee, that's good. I, I don't want one of those damn cell phones, but I don't think I can get along much longer without one. Uh, anyway, let's see. Suicide prevention... Uh, Tells us, more people die each year from suicide than in all the world's armed conflicts. Well, that's self-determination of a kind, I guess. Anyway, uh, prisoners of conscience in the world. This is from Amnesty International. There are at least 300,000 prisoners of conscience conscience in the world, okay? This is a particularly bitter one in the female genital mutilation fact sheet. Two million girls and women subjected to female genital mutilation each year. That's not the total number of women and girls. That's yearly. Uh, Two million girls and women are castrated, okay, we spend the same amount on pornography that we spend on foreign aid, that would be 10 billion dollars, <laughs> well, I don't know, uh, I think, let's see, that's dated 2003, I think the, the total has gone up, uh, uh, now, anti-slavery organization. Yet, yeah, 27 million slaves on Earth. Americans discard two and a half million plastic bottles every hour. Oh dear, this <laughs> this is just too funny, right? Uh, a kiwi fruit flown from New Zealand to Britain emits five times its own weight in greenhouse gases. Well, now that's a hard one to figure out. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, this goes on at great length about the fact that uh, uh, human beings are their own worst enemies and they don't seem to be able to get it together. Uh, You know how that is. We even vote against our own best interests. Uh... I don't want to alarm anyone now. Uh just looks like they plan to kill most of us. Uh One choice is to party while there's time. Shall we not sing as the night comes on? Now I'm in no shape to go dancing but I O D on TV that's my decadence. Yes. The revolution will not be televised, but I will write. I lap up all that cinematography, stories, art. It's all like a great big goldfish bowl, looking at all those pictures. I have one of those slim screens. My son bought me one of those television sets that uh, look like movie theaters. Never had anything so decadent in my life. Ah, never in history has there been so much to delight in. All this digital stuff makes it possible to create epic dramas, historical sagas, you know, vast hordes of Mongols and uh, feudal uh, wars, terrific stuff. We are drowning in this distraction as the corporate culture knows. They finance the stuff. You remember bread and circuses in ancient Rome? Yes. Those rulers knew how to placate the masses, the plebeians, just like the Caesars. Ah, as a culture vulture... I'm just grateful for all this stuff, the plays and films that get me through the night. Uh, cable TV is my orgy, my luxury. I've had no car since uh, since my car died in 1977, so I haven't been able to travel, and uh, I have no... Diversions, except books and HBO and Stars and Showtime. Uh, the list goes on and on. Uh, some of the stuff is actually educational. I wish I were back teaching high school, but <laughs> some some of my friends say, "Oh, high school students will never be allowed to watch this stuff." You know, they they have to watch Friends. Uh, Orson Welles once said that the screen could change the world, educate the masses, teach history, psychology, biology, all theologies. ologies. Gore Vidal says that the movies, uh, the films, are the only liberal education most kids will ever get. Libraries are closing. Uh, there's a wonderful New Yorker cover, recent cover, shows the two lions sitting outside the New York Public Library, you know, those two big stone lions that sit out there and, uh, you know, they look like they're guarding this great building, uh, but this cover shows the lions uh, all green and grown over with uh, jungle, and uh, the title of the cover is Roaring into the Future. Yes, the lions roaring into the future when the libraries will be, uh, what do you call that, uh, overgrown the way the, uh, Inca pyramids are overgrown. Nowadays, most journalism is available, uh, on television. That's the only place you find, uh, Well, let's see, I watched the Wikipedia stuff last night, Uh, several documentaries on PBS. And the other stuff, uh, the astonishing stuff, uh, the natural world, you know, uh, the National Geographic Channel. There's a stunning uh, feature film called Oceans. Pierce Brosnan narrates... uh, it is to die for all the nature specials. Now, I know an awful lot of folks who just reject television sight unseen. you know the devil's paintbrush never touch the stuff they say. I was watching uh Jeremy Irons. He was cast as Pope Alexander in the Rome of fourteen ninety two in a series titled The Borgias and a visitor said to me, But but what about when the children watch this? Yep. Ah, it's true. The Pope does have a mistress and four children and he does uh he does fornicate. It is true. This is on the television we see it. The truth is Most young people won't see this magnificent production, either because they're watching trash and trauma thrillers or mind-numbing stuff about infantile human relations or reality shows about the vulgar, the mean-spirited, and the pathetic. Now, actually, network sitcoms, a few, have a few virtues, even humanistic values. Nurse Jackie is the very best, Um, takes place in the ER, and we see (laughs) the condition of health care in our nation today, it's a wonderful subject for send-up and comedy. Uh, Now, the Borgias, though, is as dramatic as the Godfather films, you remember the Godfather films, Uh, they remind me of my favorite series, Rome, the one... 53 B.C., that one is dated. Uh, You can go back and compare it to Shakespeare's Julius Caesar in the uh, 16th century, right? They're all plays about power politics. How do you get power? You start with crime. You remember in The Godfather how Marlon Brando explains to his youngest son that he had hoped that uh, his youngest son, Michael, could be a legitimate criminal, you know, a senator, something um, inside the law instead of being uh, a crook. <laughs> yes, you remember uh, Diane Keaton plays his girlfriend, later his wife, and she says, oh, Michael, she says, senators and uh, congressmen don't have people killed. Oh, my. Oh, my. Power politics. I think that a lot of these shows do show us the way society functions. I would like to see some reviews by teenagers. We see the way republics can become empires. We even see the ways community organizers become leaders. We see how communal values are won and lost. We see uh, how women deal with the hand they, they've they been dealt, right? Yes, the dealers, the thing you have to deal with, girls. How religion is exploited, right, by power brokers. In the Borgias, yes, Savonarola, the, the theologian. Oh, the best, the best... Uh, I think they will develop his role more next season. Next January, there will be another season of the Borgias. Uh, but we get a glimpse of Niccolo Machiavelli. You remember Machiavelli. Uh, he's working out his thesis for the Prince. He's going to be, uh, the helper to, uh, uh, Cesare Borgia, the eldest son of, uh, Jeremy Irons, I told you he played the the Pope, and the guy playing uh, Cesare Borgia, I think he's a very fine actor, I've never seen him before, and uh, he doesn't like being a cardinal, that's a lousy job, he wants to be a soldier, he'll get his chance. Anyway, uh, Machiavelli is working on a a book, a how-to book for dictators, it has become an all-time world classic. Teach you how to be a tyrant, how to divide and conquer. You know, the, uh, what is it, that plan, hit with the full force the first time. I believe that was Colin Fowle's method. Right. There's a wonderful bit in the Borgias where the King of France completely lays waste one town, uh, you know, uh, take no prisoners. And then everybody just, uh, throws in the towel and surrenders. Anyway, the uh, plots, yes, they, they use marriage to make alliances. Women are bartered, ah, like animals. You remember, in Al-Qaeda, uh, there were many uh, marriages. I was looking last night my some of my articles in magazines, and I couldn't find the names, but... Clan attachments. There were a lot of uh, marriages. Bin Laden's sons and, see, one of the daughters of his second in command. Anyway, the women are used to cement the clans. Uh, Then we get crony capitalism everywhere at every level. That, I'm sure, started back in the caves. Uh, In the United States, we saw the way George Bush gave jobs to his pals, his cronies, (laughs) FEMA and so forth. And thus more and more incompetent individuals mucked up the works. I don't know what's worse, criminality or incompetence. Uh, One thing, one thing about China, they don't seem to do that yet. Oh, I'm sure they have cronies, but... They can't afford stupidity in high places. Not yet. In the Borgia's I do I do love the way the script uses the theology uh that theologian Savonarola, he seems to be sincere. I don't think Jeremy Iron's Pope is obviously uh, a Machiavellian although I think he's sincere when he asks God to bless his endeavors and protect his children. Uh, There are family values here, mega family values. At the end of the first season, uh, Lucrezia, the daughter, the beautiful daughter, has a child, and it's uh, Pope Alexander's first grandchild, and we get this terrific tableau, a la familia, just like the Godfather, that zealot of uh, Savonarola, now you remember in history he burned i believe I believe in the square in Florence, I think that's where they they had their uh auto de I can never remember how to pronounce that uh anyway, he went up in flames. The idea, of course, is to use religion for political gain uh, It's just one more power tool, the way we see it today from Billy Graham, you know, to these storefront uh, churches, TV hucksters. America is a Christian crapshoot. Even the uh, sincere Christians wind up aiding the criminal culture. Uh, that culture that stains the sacred, the sacred and the profane are concepts kind of hard to grasp at this this stage in history. Yes, when societies fall apart, it's hard to know uh, which way to go. Morality is no longer related to ethics. This presents a problem. Now, uh, I'm one of those who goes along with the philosopher George Santayana. Uh, He wrote that morality is the desire to lessen suffering in the world. You know, the love stuff. What would Jesus do? It's perfectly simple. You look at any given situation and you think greatest good for the greatest number. How can we uh, fix it so people suffer less Uh, or the earth suffers less? Uh, My favorite. Among the hypocrites, I was trying to find uh, his name. It was a religious creep, a priest. He refused to preach at the funeral of a young woman here in North America it was a few years ago. She was murdered by a terrorist, uh, a shooter who attacked an abortion clinic. You know, uh, as they say, eighty thousand, uh, no, eight hundred. I don't know how many attacks on abortion clinics. Anyway. This particular woman was not even on the medical staff. She was not a patient. Uh, She was working as a receptionist in the clinic. But uh, the priests uh, didn't feel that it was the right thing to say something nice at her funeral. The mean spirit of today's so-called moralists is, of course, reactionary in the extreme. What I appreciate most in some of these scripts... uh, the ones about politics is the intelligence of the writers, the irony, the guys. They're, they're going for historical reality, and I think that the times are so, so, ah, what is the word, intense, appalling, whatever. I think perhaps the years of the Bush administration really got through to some of these writers uh, I think of that incredible show Deadwood in which we see a community trying to put itself together and you know, <laughs> good lord they, they feed the corpses to the pigs. I think that, that did it for me. I couldn't quite handle that, but uh God knows what was done out in the Black Hills uh back in the nineteenth century uh there are only a few mentions of the Native Americans, the leading character in Deadwood, carries the head of a Native American, a chief, I believe, carries it around with him in a box and talks to it. Anyway, uh, I think that some of this stuff does feel dramatically authentic. Uh, the stories may not be accurate, God knows, they feel... Real. Uh, they feel like hubris. The drama of conspiracy. Yes. The cynics, the idealists, God knows which ones are worse. Never mind. If you have the urge to see uh, some of these shows, you might try Camelot. Politics in the 12th Century. Not not the Kennedy Camelot, uh, but the actual King Arthur Camelot. I'm hooked on that one this week. I'll be back on the air next Tuesday. Until then, this has been Jennifer Stone. Uh, go easy. And if you can't go easy, go as easy as you can. a when...